0: I'm Mr. Chico's Stick. I wanna da da, da. oh, cause you so thick. Welcome to the Maze Money podcast. Today is the first episode of the Maze Money podcast. And before we, I start, I just want to say, DM me on Twitter, Instagram, any questions you have about what I said in the podcast, or any questions in general, i love to answer them. But with that being said, uh, today I want to try something different. Today I want to try music reviews. This is not going to be your typical music review. I'm going to pretty much do what Apple Music does. First album I want to go over. Is No Cap Still Human? Now, I'm not going to lie to you. This is a biased review right here because No Cap is one of the greatest, not one of the greatest. He is the greatest artist to ever walk the face of the earth. Hands down, nobody's touching him. And just to prove that to you, I'm going to read some lyrics from a song he did with Lil Baby called Dreams to Reality. So he says, Crawford touch down. He in the red zone. I sure got tired of sending him naked pictures of my red bone. I'm going to read it again because I I, I feel like y'all didn't catch that. Crawford finna touch down. He in the red zone. I sure got tired of sending him naked pictures of my red bone. Now, let me explain that for you. So, Crawford finna touch down. He in the red zone. He has a homeboy finna come home. coming out of jail. Okay, we get that. But this is the part y'all not really understanding. I sure got tired of sending him naked pictures of my red bone. No cap took it upon himself to send his homeboy pictures of his girl. That's not the most selfless act of kindness I've ever seen. I don't know what it is. I aspire to be the same way. And with this new tape he put out, called Still Human, that same energy is put back in. You know, there's two songs that really stand out to me. I downloaded the whole album, but there's two songs that really stand out, which is Gangsters Crying featuring Boosie. Now, Boosie's not one of my favorite artists, but he hold his own on this song. I'm not going to lie. And then uh, another song was Lean On Me. That's another good song. Probably my favorite song in the album. Hold on, let me get this water real fast. Now, Steel Human probably wasn't his best body of work. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's probably wasn't his best body of work, but out of scale of one to 10, I give Steel Human a good eight. Steel Human was a good eight. Now, real emotional music, no, really inspiring. No, whenever I listen to a no cap song, I get really inspired to even write my own rhymes. I sit in my room just writing, just writing, like, hmm, I might as well send this to him, let him use it for itself. You feel what I'm saying? But anyway, another um, album I listened to was Juice World, his post humanist album called Legends Never Die. Now, I downloaded about seven songs off this um, album, which was Conversations, Titanic, Bad Energy. Sorry about that. Bad Energy, Hate the Other Side, featuring Polo G and the kid Lario, Lario, Lario? Oh, no, it's spelled L-A-R-O-I. I'll let y'all figure out how to pronounce that. I'm not sure. Then, it's got another one, another song called Fighting Demons, Wishing Well, and Stay Human. I mean, not stay human, <laughs> Stay High. Now, these are pretty good songs. I didn't expect to like Juice World's album as much as I did, but it was pretty good. You know, this is real dope, dope fiend music, you know what I'm saying, on drugs. You wanna just vibe out, it's really good, really good stuff. I mean, personally, I don't do drugs, but if I did, this is definitely something I'd be listening to. Our next album on the list is Pop Smoke's post album, Shoot For The Stars, Aim For The Moon. Now, I don't understand why everybody was mad at Virgil, The album cover for this was okay to me in my opinion i mean the album cover that virgil uh, created was okay to me in my opinion it was way better than the one they came out with i don't know why they got mad at virgil for that i mean i understand they could have used a different picture of pop smoke but still it was it was way better than the one they came out with the one they came out with was seems like they just rushed it and said oh let's just put a uh, rose in the middle of a black background. I don't understand. But as far as songs go, I downloaded "For the Night" featuring Lil Baby and The Baby. "Gangsters." Now, "Gangsters" is a real 50 Cent vibe, real gym song. Trying to get in the, trying to get in the mode. Like I just imagine myself in the gym listening to "Gangsters," just stacking plates and stacking plates and stacking plates and stacking plates. Just you no know, real, real heavy. You know, get your get yourself right song. And then you got The Woo featuring 50 Cent and Rowdy Rich. Now, Rowdy Rich really carries this song. And something about 50 50 Cent, man. Somebody wrote his verse because he's talking about shit that old niggas should not be talking about. He's saying, like, he quoted City Girls. Like, somebody wrote his stuff. I'm I'm not going to lie to you. Now, another song I downloaded was Enjoy Yourself featuring Carol G. Now, Carol G, she comes in with a Spanish verse, real real melodic real, like you you catch yourself listening to this song trying to mimic what she's saying <laughs> it, it, i mean real real good song pop smoke did this thing on there too and then my favorite song in albums what you know about love uh pop smoke samples the beat from from genuine called differences real good real good beat he, rock like it's like a song you play with your lady never play this around your homeboys because they're gonna be looking at you like dude what are you doing like this is not a, a dry around finna go to the club song it's like real with your lady if you can sing sing to her you know things like that but our last album on the list man so baby now i'm not gonna lie so baby he really disappointed me with this uh this album called barnacles really i feel so baby is really underrated I feel like he should have At least be further In his career Than what he is right now Cause with his last tape I feel like he did good On his last tape Last tape was real Funky, groovy You know Everything was cool But this one man Was, was real lackluster I only downloaded uh, Four songs off this tape Called Ready to eat uh, Giraffes and elephants Poppin' shit And tongue demon Tongue demon's probably The best song in the album Not gonna lie to you just for the simple fact that I feel like SaBaby is good at nicknaming things. And tongue Demo is definitely, definitely something I can relate to. But in culture of the world news, I first got to start off by saying, August Alcina, I am sorry for doubting you, okay? You are tough. You are tough. You, you, you've done what you needed to do. I, I'm still mad. I don't understand why you had to come out and put it on a big scale and make it known. But you, I'm sorry for doubting you. Any man that's under the age of thirty can pull women that's t- ten years older, fifteen, twenty. Deserve respect, cause that man will take your hoe. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, I'm just sorry. August. I'm sorry, August. I'm I'm really sorry. But moving on to the old niggas, Scotty Pippen. Okay, I'm wonder who the young bitch he's talking to that that told him he looks good <laughs> with these with these cornrows, man. These these corn, man, Jesus Christ, man. But I seen a recent picture. Scotty done lined the cornrows up looking. Hey man, hey man. Scotty might take yo. I ain't gonna lie, Scotty might take yo. Might well pull up pull up in a flame. Hey, hey. Who is that? <laughs> like you know? like Scotty might my Scotty Scotty doing big things. He's trying to relive his youth. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But uh Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon. Let's look at this article here. So I'm going to read you guys this. Now, disclaimer, I have a fifth grade reading level. Hey, if I stutter, it's, it's, if I pronoun- mispronounce something, I'm sorry. It just is what it is. But I'm going to read you all this, man. So Nick Cannon has been fired by Viacom CBS over anti-Semitic remarks Cannon made on his podcast. It seems like Nowadays, everybody's just making up random words like, semi- I never heard anti-Semitic ever before this year. I never heard entanglement. I never heard anti-Semitic. I, like, all these words are just, I never heard social distancing. Like, what is going on here? But anyway, Cannon's class in the episode, which was filmed last year, but posted two weeks ago, Cannon was in conversation with rapper Professor Griff. Who left Public Enemy in 1989 after making similar anti Semitic comments in a Washington Post interview? Cannon asserted the truth of a number of c- conspiracy theories in the episode r- referencing the Rothschilds, centralized banking, the 13th families, the bloodlines that control everything, even outside America. Cannon insisted that the conversation was not hateful because Semitic people are black people. You can't be anti Semitic when you are the Semitic people. Not a me. That sounds like when black people say you can't be racist because you're black, like black people can't be racist because they're not the oppressors or whatever. I don't understand it. I'm pretty, anybody can be racist. Anybody can be racist. I don't understand where us as a people get that. I'm not sure, but anybody can be racist. But Anyway, um, he also voiced voiced, I told you, stuttering coming. He also voiced admiration for Nation of Islam leader Louis Farrakhan and also goes on to say, in a statement on Facebook yesterday, Cannon addressed the episode, writing, I do not condone hate speech nor the spread of hateful rhetoric, but did not directly apologize for the podcast episode, instead saying, I encourage more healthy dialogue and welcome any experts, clergy, or spokesperson to any, any... I told you, any... Of my platforms to hold me accountable And correct me in any statement that I've made That has been projected as negative Blah, 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 blah blah. blah. Cancel, 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 cancel Okay Now Nick Now you can think whatever you want, Nick You can think Whatever you want But you can't say this shit out loud, Nick Like you have to keep this shit to yourself Like basically what he said was And to some of the gist of it He said this about white people and Jewish people. He said basically because white people and Jewish people have been deprived of the sun and don't have as much melanin in their skin as black people do, that they are forced to act evil. Now, I don't know where Nick has a degree to even be saying this shit. Sounds like he read in a book somewhere. I don't believe in that. I, I, hey. Like I said, I focus on shit I can control, but, or I focus on shit that, had, that has something to do with me, but Nick is obviously out there, but, hey, like I said, he can think whatever he wants to think. Anybody can think whatever they want to think, but you can't say certain shit out loud. But yeah, man, but it seems like he still has his job on Fox. He's still going to be hosting, what's that show called? The... Uh, magic singer or the mystery singer. One one I don't watch it but as far as we know man, Wild N Out's cancelled. I didn't watch that either. But hey man. We'll see what MTV and HVH one has to do. I mean, I say about this I mean obviously Viacom, CBS they own every like a lot of networks. So we'll see if MTV is even still standing out there. I I'm thinking that Wild N Out was the only thing MTV really had besides ridiculousness and who fuck still watched that shit. But anyway, man. In other news, Kanye West, Kanye West, run for president. Now, first, let me let me say this. Let me say this. Let's trade Nick's cancel Nick Cannon's cancellation for Kanye West cancellation, because what Kanye doing is outright disgusting. This man calls himself running for president, even though. There's no way he can be president. It's too late. He hasn't done any campaigning. It's too late for his name to be on the ballot. All, like you can't, we can't vote for him. And before, like before a couple weeks ago, I ain't gonna lie, I, I, I got excited. Like Kanye, was he easy for president? Oh yes, oh yes. But then I did a little research. There's no way he can be president. And come to find out, he's promoting an album. He he's, He has an album. In the same time, the same time he promoted being uh, running for president, he promoted an album like a couple of days ago, a few weeks late. I mean, earlier. So to me, it's just why, why, why would he do that? Like, you don't understand how many people that look like me are ready for somebody to be in president. Somebody that looks like me to be in be president. Like, I don't I don't understand his logic. I don't understand where he's. Why he would do something like why he play with my emotions like this. Like, I don't understand that. But anyway, let me read this off to you so you guys get a better understanding. So Kanye West said Saturday he is running for president in the U in see, told you, in the twenty twenty US election. An apparent challenge to go head to head with President Donald Trump. We must now realize the promise of America by trusting God, unifying our vision, and building our future, West tweeted. I am running for president of the United States. Hashtag 2020 vision. Now, I'll let you guys read this little tweet. That's the same thing I read, but listen to this. West tweeted his plans days after teasing a new song and announcing a new album titled God's Country. And you got the rest of this, blah, 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 fans. Blah, blah, blah. Cancel Kanye, cancel Kanye, cancel Kanye. So the thing about this is, I uh, like I understand Kanye's bipolar, I'm, but you can't like who is his PR? Who like like I say, who is Nick's PR? Who is their A and R to be like? Who are they running these thoughts and ideas through? It doesn't seem like they have any. Like they just do whatever they want, which makes no sense to me. But like I said, if we were to cancel anybody, just cancel Kanye because he's playing with our emotions. Can't do us like that. But anyway. In football news, Patrick Mahomes, the Crusader, just got paid. Got a deal of about five hundred three million for the next ten years, four hundred seventy seven million guaranteed, which is about forty seven point seven million dollars a year. So I don't really like counting niggas' pockets like that, but just for the sake of it podcast let's let's just do it so so i ain't gonna lie to you for the first three years he's getting old he he's really getting old uh he's making 10 million for 2020 2021 he's making 22 million 2022 he's making 29 million that's like to put this in perspective he's making the same amount for the first three years as teddy bridgewater so you mean to tell me a backup quarterback is making the same amount as arguably the best quarterback in the league that's that's kind of that's kind of hoish he's getting ho but as the years progress this man's getting paid i'm not gonna lie to you but uh and it seems like a pretty friendly team deal like he it seems like for the first three years taking one for the team so they can obviously you can't win with just a quarterback so you need help on the side but but he's really getting paid, by towards the middle, towards the end. like Jesus Christ, Patrick Mahomes. If he can live up to this contract, it's it's gonna be good. But in video game news, 2K is now gonna be seventy dollars. Let me read this off for you guys. So, video game developer Take Two Interactive recently announced that NBA 2K21. For the Sony PlayStation 5 and Microsoft Xbox Series X will come with a suggested retail price of $69.99 USD. The pre-order release information reveals a $10 USD price jump from the standard $59.99 USD for most AAA games. The pricing for the upcoming title reveals that next-gen gaming will be more expensive than what we are used to now. According to reports, the increased price comes as Next-gen consoles will push the limits of technology with 3D audio and 8K graphics support, which means a rise in development cost. Aside from online subscriptions and increased console costs, the $10 USD price jump could mean that the future of gaming could be highly prohibitive due to growing expensive nature. Now, I ain't gonna lie, I'm still gonna buy 2K. 2K is one of the, my favorite games. But the thing about it is, like, parents, are you still going to buy 2K with it being $10 more? And I feel like with this price increase, they're going to have to fix some things in the game. Like, like for instance, the hop step. Now, let me give you an example of the hop step. Now, I have a cousin, typical 2K, 2K legend. Can't play a lick worth of basketball in real life, but he's pretty, pretty good at 2K. I'm not going to lie. He will bust your ass. But he abuses the hop step. There's no way I'm guard in front of him, guarding him. He hop steps and gets where he wants to go. There's no way that should happen. So I say that to say this. Please, 2K, can we please fix the hop step? If you're going to up it to $7, make the game work. Don't just up it the $7. And then the servers are down. The servers suck. Or the hop step's still in the game. Or it can still be in the game, but make it not be so powerful. Like, Jesus Christ. 2K, man, fuck 2K. But now, we are on the main focus of the podcast. Now, for episode one, I wanted the main focus to be control your emotions. Because I feel like not enough people can do that. Or not enough people do it. Or not enough people know how. And I'm going to start off by telling this story. So, there was this girl I've been knowing since middle school. I mean, we won't talk about But I, I went to middle school with her. And... One day, which was a Monday, she DMed me on Instagram, sent me an email to my student email, explained to me how she was sorry for how she did me when we were in middle school. Now, to be honest with you, I didn't know what the fuck she was talking about. But I did what any real nigga did, I mean, would do, and I played along. I was like, yeah, I'm good. I'm, hey, water on the bridge. How you been? What's going on? What you, we go to the same school for real? shit like that so we catching up that whole day long story short i hit that same day i fucked her that same day so mind you this is a monday so i fucked so i make plans to do it again on thursday and monday through thursday we you know catching up you know, we're talking that whole time catching up now thursday comes around now i don't know how or what the fuck i don't know If I asked her what like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how this, if I did ask her what what was going on, I I shouldn't have, because I don't, I don't do that. But come to find out, in between Monday and Thursday, she fucked another nigga. Now, I know what you're thinking. Oh, Leon, you should have left right then. No, that's not my girlfriend. That's not, I just met this girl. So I did what any real nigga would do, and I fucked again. So... Like, you can't, like, this is how I see it, this is how I see it. This is why I say, like, this was a pivotal moment in my life. Because I felt like, okay, I now know how to control my emotions. Because any other nigga would have been like, oh, well, you fucking hoe, da da why the fuck you do that? I, we were just talking, I thought we were cool. Like, no, bro, she's free to do whatever she wants to do. Um, she just met me, again, so... Uh, like, it's it's not, it's water on the bridge. Like, I'm not tripping. But I say I control my emotions because I could have been an asshole. I could have been like, fuck that. Like, if I was in my feelings, I would have left. If I was in my emotions, I would have left. And that's something. I always tell my family about this story. And they always be like, oh, you you was liking her. Because, okay, after I hit Thursday, you know, I got to know her. Th- through Monday through Thursday, I got to know her. She's a real smart girl, real you no know, straight A's had better grades than me at the time, real smart girl, and I felt bad. I was like, man, damn, you no, know, you a real good girl. Why you keep getting your body up to these niggas like this? Like, I don't know. Like, so I felt inclined after Thursday. I was like, damn, I can't keep doing. This. So I sent her a text, basically saying how I don't agree. Well, not saying I didn't agree with what she doing, 'cause you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. But I just wasn't gonna contribute to it, 'cause I seen more in her, and I wanted her to see it in herself so i said that she said okay she understood okay we stayed friends cool but i did what any real nigga does i relapsed and hit again i I fucked her again but after that i was done i was done mainly because i tried to fuck a friend and then it became constantly interest but to my defense i thought i thought me and her were just friends like like she came me you on know, some boyfriend, girlfriend. She like, oh, I can't believe how you gonna fuck me and fuck my friend. Like, I thought we were cool. I thought we were all friends, baby. Like, what's going on? But no, man. But when I said why I say control your emotions, cause I'm speaking for I'm speaking for my for my men right now. I'm speaking for my men right now. Now. Like, well, hold on, let me take a let me take a sip of this water. Cause it's gonna be long. It's gonna be a long. One. Now, men. It is imperative that you never, ever let a woman know how you truly feel about her, especially let her know that you love her because women take love for granted. Now, I know, ladies, men take love for granted too. everybody does. But men, I'm trying to tell you, women will take your love for granted because she's going to do something that's going to test that love. As soon as you tell her you love, her. she's going to do some shit. Whether it is next week, next month, the next day, she's going to do some shit. She's going to test that shit. It's just like a pimp in his hoe. Like, okay, like a pimp's hoe will test her pimp just to see if he's really about his shit. Like she'll short him his money. She'll not be what she's supposed to be. She won't do what he say do just to see if, if he'll if he put her in her place. The same thing in a relationship. That woman's going to do some shit whether it be subconscious, she might not even know she's doing it, but she's gonna do some shit It's gonna piss you off. Be like, what the fuck? Why are you doing this? And at that point, man, it's, like, I like to put it like this. Relationships are a game of who cares more. And you never wanna be the loser. You never wanna be the loser. Because that's when you get your feelings hurt. And it's just, man, ah, damn never ever ever be the person that you that cares more because if you care more that that person in your relationship is going to see that shit and they're going to take that as oh they can do whatever the fuck they want because you care but as long as you don't put more effort in than that person does now a relationship should not be like that this is just how it is a relationship should be both people i always want to get in a relationship that I can be myself, I can love you as much as I want to, I can like you as much as I want to. I can do for you, but it can't be like that, because that shit's not reciprocated. But another aspect of controlling your emotions, so when you're in an argument, it doesn't take all that raw, raw shit, you ain't gotta do all that. Just This how, is this how I like to argue. So, I let the person, I'm arguing with go first, then I go, then after that, we both come to a conclusion. Of how we can move forward, and that's how arguments should go. It should never be, uh, "Who's right? Who's wrong? All that telling you you're stupid. All no. Doesn't take all that. Everything can be resolved with words. So that's why I say control your emotions. And the way, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it in perspective for as relationships go when you're dating somebody. So controlling your emotions when you're dating somebody, you have to feed your mind with thoughts of like, I can. I can function without this person. I can be without this person. I don't have to be around this person to live. Like, a lot of people get emotional right after they have sex. I don't know where that shit comes from. For me, sex is not that emotional. Like, it's it's better with emotions, but it's not that emotional, like, at least for me. Because I've been suppressing my emotions for so long, I feel like I don't really feel shit anymore. Like, my emotions are like, where I'm in my life right now, I don't feel like I can love. I really don't. I mean, I might like you a lot, I, but I don't feel like I can love you, somebody. But like I said, just feed your mind with thoughts. I don't need this person. If you ever feel yourself losing that relationship battle, I don't need this person. You have to get that. You no, know, one day on the podcast, I'm going to, I'm going to make a, a list for my fellows. I'm going to Of how to get the control back that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna how to get the control in your relationship back how to win the relationship game that's what i'm gonna do for you guys so anyway now i'm on the first episode the first and the last episode of the free thinker podcast i did a sexual harassment section so i with that no that episode i was real nervous like you know how you uh what am I trying to say you know how you prepare for an argument and you got everything in your head you want to say now you ready but when that argument comes you don't say none of that shit that's exactly how it was on that episode like I didn't I didn't I didn't I was nervous I wanted to be so perfect that I I just I just froze clammed up but saying like one way you know I'm nervous is I'll say you know what I'm saying a lot I'll say that shit I'm making a conscious effort not to say that shit right now but I'll say you know what I'm saying many 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 times but and it was some shit that i wanted to say to add on to the sexual harassment part then didn't get to say so i'm gonna say it now <sighs> you know what it this is it's all about making women feel comfortable but if you're an alpha male like me it's like you're not gonna be asking a woman oh can i touch you right here is it okay if i touch you here for 10 seconds can i just okay i don't i, I don't want to No you're not You're not gonna do all that, you're You're really not. So for the, like, I've experienced a lot of women, so for the man that hasn't experienced a lot of women, what is a telltale sign, ladies, that, okay, it's okay for you to touch me here, it's okay for you to touch me there, it's okay for you to do this, it's okay for you to do that. What's a, like, the telltale sign I would say is, if a woman touches you first, she wants you to touch it. Uh, that's, that's just automatic, but what is, a person that's not really sociable, and he first when he first meets a lady, how is he gonna know what to do? Should he ask to touch or should he not? Cause that's like asking that's shit is lame. Let's just be honest. That shit's lame. Can I be honest on this podcast? Can I be honest on this podcast? That shit's lame. But I don't know. It's just I just want women to feel comfortable. That's it. That's that's all I'm saying. But. With that being said, this concludes today's podcast. Um, I was talking really fast. I, I don't know where all this is. Where does the energy come from? I'm tired as fuck. I'm not going to lie to you. But remember, DM me on Twitter and Instagram about anything I've said in this podcast. Anything you want to know about. Anything you want to know about me. Anything you need help with. I'm here for you. But with that being said, man, stay positive. Stay productive. Stay motivated. And I'll see you on the next episode.